We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Uh, it's our NFL show. Uh, Impy is sitting in for Boss because he's sick. Tim and Nick are here as well. Yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> feel better, Boss. Uh, yeah, feel better. Uh, he's, Blue boys. He's sick. Everyone's sick. Odell is now in Cleveland. He got traded there uh, for a first round pick, third round pick, and Jabril Peppers. That's the trade. Like it? You wanted him out? Uh, yeah, I wanted him out. Um, I'm not happy what they got in return, especially when Amari Cooper is only going for – you got a first round pick just for Amari Cooper. And I don't know. Am I crazy for saying that Odell laps this dude on the field as a wide receiver? No, he does. He does. Right, so I, I feel like you should have gotten a lot more, and also take into consideration the fact that the first round pick they got is seventeen. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not the highest because it's different if it's a top ten pick, right? Yeah, it, it's not the highest, but it is more. Um, you know, first round pick is still a premium pick. Yeah, they do say that the the first round here it's it's a pretty deep draft as far as like the talent, like picks one through fifty are going to be. You're going to get a high quality player, so a high second round pick is still going to be a top pick. You know, but now it's just you have a lot of holes if you're the Giants. I just would have wanted I would have wanted more. And also, they didn't get the higher the higher of the two third round picks that Cleveland had. They got the lesser of it. Mm. So they didn't even get the the better third round pick that Cleveland had. Right. I mean, for a lot of the Giants fans I see are like sending love notes to OBJ on Instagram and stuff. We live in New York and we're we're friends with a lot of Giants fans. You guys are Giants fans. Joe and Nick, by the way, I'm pointing at. Um, me and him be a Jets fan, you know what I'm saying? We'll talk about that too, you know what I'm saying, man? Nah, but, um, content. <laughs> but, look, the, you guys haven't had to sit through a rebuild in a long time, right? I would say probably since the Eli Manning draft. Uh, now, you've been bad, so like, like, but you've been in that Atlanta Hawks bad category where you were, were kind of good enough, 
And I think last year what you saw was Dave Gettleman coming in and, and thinking that he had a playoff team and he that drafting Saquon Barkley would bolster his playoff team. And he a lot of these things don't make sense. Like, why wouldn't you trade Landon Collins for one? Why wouldn't you? Why would you sign OBJ and or not trade him earlier? Uh, all these things that he didn't do, but I think it's like he was on a route, and then like he got lost. He didn't know where he was going, and at least the Giants have not got lost. At least the man, the man is currently lost. I, I I think you guys have finally found a way now. Now for what? Well, what? Get rid of everyone. That's now you sign Golden Tate, which makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. That completely like. There's no, there's that. no plan, bro. It just, yo, it feels like they have random. No, they have no plan. There's no plan. Look, in, in, I mean, you have twelve. For, you have twelve picks in this year's draft. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's no plan. I'd say it's a clear rebuild. Congrats, and you got rid of your twenty-five-year-old wide receiver and safety. Yeah, but you're you the one. But you're the one who preaches don't pay the wide receiver if you don't have the quarterback. Sure, yeah, and that's why I'm not as upset that we got rid of Odell because he wasn't. We weren't maxing him out because Eli can't get him the ball. Yeah. Yo. They fucked up when they didn't take a quarterback. All right? Suck my balls, all you fantasy football players, including me. I play fantasy football that are telling me, yo, Barkley, man, fantasy stuff. No. Bro, you take a quarterback there. That's when it was a disaster. But let's let's pull back. Let's go back a little further. 6-10, and 6-10, and 6-10. and ten. The worst thing that happened to the Giants was going 11-5 and five that, that year where they made the playoffs. And then people were like, oh, shit. We might have something here. No, you didn't. You went and you paid top dollar. You paid the most money of any team in the last decade in free agency. And, yo, you hit a home run. You got Snacks, best defensive tackle. You got Olivier Vernon, best pass rusher available. And you got Janoris Jenkins, who at the time was the best corner available. Right? Right. Well, and all of those worked out. You don't see it all, working out like that all the time. All three were home runs. You cannot complain about that. What happens is you end up playing a third-place schedule. You benefit from there. And you go 11-5. and five. People start getting high hopes. You're saying to yourself, oh, shit, now we're a playoff team. Let's go out there and make a couple moves. Let's get some more weapons for Eli. Open shit up. We get an Ingram. And then you're like, ah, you know what? Half our roster got hurt. Remember, all three of those wide receivers went out in that same game against the Chargers, mm-hmm. right? And they lost a, they lost that one game to Philly by like a 64-yard field goal that that dude hit. So, Jake Elliott, that yeah. fuck. So it's like, yo, you know what? It, it, we, we were 0 3, but we could have been like 2 and 1, and then we lose all our receivers. So you chalk that up to like, yo, we were snake bit. Everyone got hurt. It was like Shepard, Marshall, and Odell. What happens? Gettleman comes in, who, by the way, no player that ever played for him liked him because his philosophy was if I didn't draft you, you weren't my guy. Right? So he gets rid of all, all the guys. That's why he got rid of a guy like Collins. He comes in and he takes a running back. Dog. Barkley is fucking phenomenal. I've been saying that for years that he's fucking phenomenal. But the issue is, what was I telling? I was telling you here. What, what was I telling you guys two years ago going into the the last year that Darnold, Baker, and them were in college? What was I telling you and all Jeff fans? If there was a year to suck, this is the year. And then what happens? Suck for Sam. The Giants sucked even more. So the Giants are in position with an aging quarterback, right? Oh, shit generational talent at running back, fine. But you need a quarterback when yours is 37 years old and he's been shot since 2014. He's been shot. He hasn't been good. Eli Manning has not been good. And what happens is Gettleman, like you're saying that there's a, yo, there's no plan, bro. There's no plan at all because if you're going to go complete rebuild, you don't pay a uh, a 31-year-old wide receiver in Golden Tate 
On a four-year deal. I mean, dude, Eli Manning can't throw the ball more than 10 yards. I like it. Okay, and they have... <laughs> but who cares about Eli Manning? <laughs> bro, it's like not he's gone after stop, this season. And stop trying to win. Suck for the duck if you're going to suck. Yo, it's bro. not even that, dude. You have guys that play out of the slot. That's where they're best at. You have two. You have Ingram and you have Shepard there. That's a dumb move. Completely idiotic. It makes no sense to bring in Golden Tate. The decisions that they're making, they're trying to rebuild, and they're trying to win now. And it's like, yo, you can't do that. You have to blow it up. Yeah. Eli Manning, $23 million hit this year on the cap. See, them them keeping Eli Manning is something I can get on board with because— You got to sell tickets somehow it's, now. It's, you got to sell tickets, true. And also, like, if your goal is to lose games, then you're doing a, a fantastic job of losing games if Eli Manning is your is your guy most likely. Right, so you're doing you're doing a great job of of that at the very least. So why sign Golden Tate? Because look, you say there's no plan, but in order to build a new house, you have to make the old house blow up, right? You have to explode it. But what is Golden Tate doing for you? That's 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 on the way over here in the cab ride over here. I'm coming straight from Parents Teachers Conference out here grinding. I'm I. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm prepared to defend the Giants. I'm prepared to be the only person who defends the Giants. Then Nick texts the chat, Golden Tate, four years, like nine, nine, ten million a year. What? What are you doing? That's Now, now that's where I'm, I'm off the rails. That's well, where that completely like, changes everything also because, yo, like you said earlier, you're like, you guys haven't seen a rebuild. It's like, I'm sure we would have loved to see a fucking rebuild because we're, we're six and ten every fucking year. Like, what is the point of that? Like you're saying, it's like the Hawks. Yeah. Like no one wants to be the fucking Hawks, and we are. And now at this point, it's like we're paying Eli twenty three million dollars. What the fuck he's making? And now you bring Golden Tate. It's like, what? What is? There's, what is the goal? Like, what was the goal in bringing in Golden Tate? Like, what was the reason? There's yo. There's no plan, bro. We're just doing shit on the fly. That, I feel like that's the Raiders exactly are doing is. that too. I feel like they, that's, like, that's the Raiders' plan as well. Just, yo, just go. This isn't a rebuild. This is a hundred percent being delusional as an organization. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. He's you, at, can't, he, you can't be in a rebuilding. You're paying a washed-up quarterback twenty-two million dollars. And yo, don't tell me that. Yo, you have to be nice to Eli because yo, I've been nice, right? You haven't been good since twenty thirteen. And the only reason why you were held to a high standard and relevant is because some kid out of LSU came in and was balling out. And when you were targeting him, you had like a 98 QBR and you targeted everyone else on the fucking field. You had like a 50, right? Sure. You're six and 10, six and 10. You weren't winning with Odell, but your quarterback was productive with Odell. The Giants in the last 16 games that Odell played, he's also injury prone, right? Last 16 games, they're four and 12. You can't get him the ball. He's being wasted here. You know who else is being wasted now? Saquon Barkley. Because that guy's going to face fucking nine, ten man yeah. boxes. Who's going who's gonna to scare you? Corey Coleman? Congrats. Nope. Come on, man. There's no, there's no plan. There's no plan. The Golden Tate shit pissed me off. Golden Tate averaging roughly 90 catches and 1,000 yards over the past okay, five seasons. But he's a good super, pro- super productive. He's a good player. Yo. He just doesn't make sense on this squad. Bro. Yes, that's where it is. Exactly. You have, you have Shepard and Ingram who can easily put up 70 catch seasons and give you that production way cheaper, way younger. They know your system, and you're bringing in Golden Tate, who does the same thing Shepard does. Yo, if they went in, they got if they gave that contract to Terrell Williams, I wouldn't have been upset. Because it's a guy that lines up on the outside, mm-hmm. right? And he has more upside to hit a 1,200-yard kind of and season. And he's younger. Terrell Williams is one of the more sleeper picks, uh, sleeper free agents of the year. I, I, I'm a giant fan of Terrell Williams. House Tyrell Williams. <laughs> <laughs> High Garden. The, um, yo, so look, now the Giants... <laughs> I'm just, I'm my true. brother's calling Terrell the gazelle. 
I'm too excited. Yeah, to that, that's no. the the DFS like the DFS community. T- it t- does, t- it t- 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 I thought it was just so, my yeah. brothers. They, yeah. they fool. But look, now you have the <laughs> sixth pick in the first round, and you have the seventeenth pick in the first round. You can replace a wide receiver there. Let me ask you a question: what What makes this? If the Jets trade the seventeenth overall, the Jets, if the Giants trade the seventeenth overall pick for like Josh Rosen, does do you all of a sudden look at this a little differently? The only thing that will that will make me happy is if they get Rosen. I, I told Impy this on the way here. Yeah, it's the only thing. What if they get Kyler Murray? He will. He will quit. The, he will quit everything. Wait, I'm Nick, out. Nick just. I'm walk, out. Nick just walked away. <laughs> That'll definitely be on IG. You gotta do, you I'm out. Check oh, that and, out on oh, IG. And the Kyler th- Murray, a kid, a kid who spent his spring and summer playing baseball, not at fucking spring ball and shit. That's a whole nother topic. Oh, and the one thing Stay that Nick mentioned there. on the way here is is Golden Tate uh, and and Russell Wilson have a little beef. Yeah, that's why he left Seattle because he had an affair with Russell Wilson's uh, ex ex lady. Yeah. Yo, when Russell Wilson got drafted, there was a girl sitting next to him on the couch. That used to be Russell Wilson's lady, and. Golden Tate had an affair with her. That's why Golden Tate got up and left. It was a Jason Richardson, Steve Nash shit where That's they got grimy. rid of Jay Rich. Damn, he's a scumbag like that. I didn't yeah, know. bro. It's like Matt Barnes, uh, um, Derek Fisher. Derek. Yeah, and they and then you got Mike Francesa saying, "Oh, Golden Tate, one of my favorite free agent targets," which the word is, and why a lot of people are giving Mike Francesca that fucking clown. Francesca. Uh, Francesca. The, Mike Francesca is the Eli Manning of sports radio. Yo, like he's he's stuck around way too long, and everyone wants to give him credit because he's a legend, but he's it's just it's over, dog. Apparently, Giants higher ups, they listen to to that show, and this is a guy who, I just can't, I just can't. Golden Tate, Mike Francesca, all, all of them suck my balls. I said yeah. his name wrong again, right? Mike Francesca, <laughs> Mike, yo, Francesca no, Mike, Mike, Mike Francesca, bro. Mike Francesca. Yo, there's no, there's <laughs> Mike no, Chicken Francesca. There's no, um, yo, even go back to the regular season, they give her the snacks, right? Yeah. So it's like, yo, you, you don't have a plan. You're going in two different directions. And I, you can't. I have something positive. Have you looked at the people, the players that have gotten drafted out of the six hole over the past few years? Quentin Nelson, Jamal Adams, Ronnie Stanley, Leonard Williams, Jake Matthews, Julio Jones, Russell Okun. There's some. some really I really don't believe in shit like that. I'm just saying that is those types of players are going to be available at no, six. I, those are franchise. Those are franchise. Duh, players, I have though. a. I have a hard time believing that the Giants aren't going to make a quarterback move. I don't think they are this year. They're gonna suck for Tua. They're gonna suck for Fromm. They're gonna suck for. That's a good quarterback class next year. Yeah. Tua, Fromm, uh, uh, Herbert. Yeah. That's that's three good good throwers. We'll see. Let's see. Interesting. I. It's just I I don't get the Golden Tate thing. I was I was all over Evan Ingram for fantasy this year. I'm not really on him anymore. It's just like. You're right, man. It's, it, this is frustrating. It's it's a very big Twilight Zone moment where Impy and I are here. In Jets, in loving the Jets, and you guys are here like, what the? F- do the Giants well, even have a plan? There, well, yeah. Well, you guys had a plan though. You guys had a plan. You went into that one year, and you're like, yo, we're gonna suck because there's MAGA quarterbacks out. Blow right? it up. Yep. Blow it up. I'm not re-signing anyone like you did two years before that, where you signed all those guys, those free agents on those big one-year contracts, one two-year contracts. The two-year contract guys were front-loaded, so you could cut them after one year. You don't make the playoffs with Fitzpatrick. Then you have that whole issue where he wanted like what like eighteen million dollars a year. You guys are like, nah, yo, we're gonna give you fucking twelve because yeah. you're a journeyman, right? So then what happens is you're like, you guys were what one and seven at one point, one and eight. You're like, fuck it, let's try to get a suck for Sam. That was the whole shit that was going around, and then he falls to your lap. Another draft pick that falls to your lap if you're a Jeff fan. 
You're right. It's been three. I mean, you gotta. And you, then, and then, my fault. What, what'd you do? Me. What'd you do last year? You didn't go out spend big ass money on free agency because you're like, yo, I got the young quarterback. Let's see if he just shows me that he's a franchise guy. Then we'll spend the money. And what are you doing now? You go out, you get Bell, you get Mosley. Like, yeah, you got the two best players on both sides of the ball, in my opinion. I guess we can start with that. Just sign Le'Veon Bell. I, I do, yeah, I, I also do want to, just want to say real quick. Don't forget, we had to go through Geno Smith and Christian Hackenberg in the meantime, though. Like, there, it, it does seem like there's a plan, but the plan manifested itself very late. Like, we were we were very aimless until all of a sudden it was like, we're 1-7, and seven, like, oh, we have a chance at one of these quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. but you, you guys knew that. We knew we were going to suck that year. No, but you also knew that, that those quarterbacks that you were throwing out were not good. Yeah. But they were second-round picks. Our organization, our organization still thinks that this guy could get it done, and he can't. Got it. Facts. It's a Joe Flacco thing. How much longer do I have to give you credit for what you did? Joe Flacco, it's fucking this guy's terrible. Still doing it though. It's got a ring though, man. Yo, John Elway yeah, recently, dude. But so what? John Elway recently ring. said he loves Joe Flacco because he he, he his ability to take snaps under center <laughs> when he's taken like in the last three years he's taken eighty percent of his snaps from the shotgun. Bro, everyone plays shotgun now. Yeah. that's why the spread offense shit. No one says, "Oh, he's a spread quarterback in college" because everyone runs a spread a spread. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we'll talk about some signings here. We got Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he went to the Jets. For yes! Four yes. years, 52 and a half. 35 million guaranteed. On the cheap, too. Yo, let me say let me say this real quick. And he got a new, new, new mixtape and album out. Album. album. People are calling it mixtape that's disrespectful. But those, are, those are originals? It's originals. Le'Veon Bell got a new album out. Everyone yeah, go listen to album. that. Yeah, it's an album. It's on Spotify. Mixtape's disrespectful because cool, on man. a mixtape, you're spitting on someone else's beats. That's a fact. He got his own beats. In fact, one of our one of our uh, fans from VM produced one of the songs on his album. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, really? I was talking to him yesterday in the DMs. That's dope. That's yeah. mad random. He's he's gonna send me some beats for the wrap up. I'm very excited about that. But um, there you go. But besides that, uh, I mean, what's not to like here if you're the Jets? You you get a safety valve for your young quarterback. Uh, you get a guy who himself said, "I feel better than I've ever felt." Uh, he just took a year off, fresh legs, and the, a lot of pounds. Yeah, so put pounds on, but if you follow him on Instagram, and I've been following him very closely lately on Instagram, he's out there working out every single day. Nice. He's getting back in shape. Like, and, and there's a lot of people with a lot of pounds on right now. And don't forget, Le'Veon Bell came into the league a little heavy, and then he lost a bunch of weight. Mm. So he's no stranger to the to doing something like that. I worry a little bit about his like he's a very feel type player, and I wonder I wonder if his feel went away in the in the next two years. Like his his instincts in, instinct right right. Uh, we, I hope not yet. Knock on wood about that. But what's not to like about that deal, man? It's, yeah. it's, it's just you get a player that's a like, like Nick said about OBJ, a generational type talent. Yep. Uh, a guy where really people do what he does, but no one could do what he does the way that he does it. Yeah. And you're putting him on a team where you don't you could pay him because you don't have to pay your franchise quarterback. And what I love about Le'Veon Bell is if you guys remember the last time we saw him, he went for 150 yards and a touchdown or two against the Jaguars in the playoffs and they lost by the Steelers put up 42 points mm-hmm. against the best against the best defense in the NFL that season. Yeah. And so look, last time he touched the field, he was a monster, so I'm not really concerned at all. To be fair, Devil's advocate, completely different offenses that he was playing with. Oh, you're like the Jets offense now? Yeah, he, yeah he, that, he, that's fine. He saw the least amount of seven-man boxes of any top 10 fantasy running back his last two seasons. Why? Because you have Antonio Brown the one year, and then you have Antonio Brown and Juju. Yeah. 
Well, he well wasn't Juju a rookie this season? No, no, this Last was his season. second. Okay, season. okay. So okay. they played together there. Yeah. Okay. You know, so it's like Robbie Anderson. I don't know about all that. Jamison Crowder. Like it's not Antonio Brown out there to take guys out the box. Quincy. Oh, sure. Those are all a bunch of guys that are like good. Herndon. I mean, these, but these are also guys that are young. And this reminds me of like the Jaguars wide receiving core. It's like they're I, good, uh, solid. Nah. I give them a solid. Yeah. They're better than Jaguars wide receiving core. Oh, you thought they were like a whole yeah, thing. You were telling us that I mean, that core was like the best in I the mean, league. Am I, am I not allowed to change my opinion after watching what happened? No, but I'm I mean, just saying. I mean, that was last year. I just, I love I'm the, just saying. It reminds me of that. These are they're good players. They're all like C-plus guys. I love the point that you bring up. Safety blanket for the rookie quarter. Well, yeah. second-year quarterback now. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if he catches 80 passes. Because, the, look, they're C-plus players now, but Chris Herndon had a fantastic rookie year as a, as a rookie. And obviously, I'm a Jeff fan, so I'm a little, I'm a little biased, but... Uh, Robbie Anderson, did he put up a thousand yards last year? I, I believe so. I'm, I don't have it in front of me, but that that would be two straight seasons of a thousand yards. And Quincy Anunua, every time he's on the field, he produces, and, and you saw that in the contract. They got to stay healthy. Jameson Crowder is one of the better um, slot. He didn't have a thousand yards last no, year. No, seven hundred and fifty. Oh, okay, so but only on fifty snags. Well, yeah, and he in the beginnings, Darnold was completely was not allowed to throw the ball past ten yards for the first like eight games. And he's a deep deep guy, right? So. Um and and then you have Anuma who's who's like that prototypical big body guy six two great heavy. blocker yeah good big blocker good hands Th- this offense does have a chance to be one of those surprise offenses next year I, I believe and the Jets haven't had a good offense since Vinny Testaverde so um it's been a while yeah it's been a while yeah uh, for was, those of you who don't know Vinny Testaverde was a quarterback kids and he went colorblind and we still had him at quarterback <laughs> <laughs> no for real yeah no, for real. Yeah, but <laughs> no, that Marshall Decker year was pretty good, man. With you're right, Patrick. You're right, you're right. But we it wasn't dynamic. <laughs> it, no, it wasn't Santonio Holmes. It was Braylon Edwards, Jericho Cotri. Right. It's a glory that, day. That, glory days. Even that offense wasn't like dynamic. It was top half of the league. But I'm talking this this offense. If everything comes together, could be top ten. Yeah. Even if 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 my wildest dreams come true, top five, I might jizz yeah. all over the place if it is top five. But yeah, um, it has potential. Good signing. Now you know you got to. Guy on a rookie quarterback deal, you can afford to pay a running back a lot of money if you're paying the quarterback peanuts. And that's kind of the moral of the story here. Did Le'Veon Bell win? No, because he lost $14.5 million. He's not going to get back last year. Yeah, but he also got... Here's what I I think. That contract... A lot of people are are focusing on that contract with the $70 million million contract for five years, right? The way that contract was structured, and I remember looking at this when we were looking at the Le'Veon Bell holdout on the show... The way the contract was was structured was all the guaranteed money was in the first two years. So what does that mean? It's really a two year contract because you can get cut right after. And when you if you get cut after two years, now you've made uh, a, the guarantee. I think the guaranteed money was less than thirty for that. So you've made less guaranteed money, and you're a twenty nine year old running back, and you get cut. What are your options? You don't have many, especially right. not for big money. So I think that Le'Veon Bell, although he didn't reset the market for playmakers like he wanted to, like he didn't want to get paid by like a running back. He wanted to get paid like a playmaker. With that being said, he is the second highest paid running back in the league, a million a year behind Todd Gurley. So it's not like he is getting peanuts. He got hustled, bro. Albert Breer, since the numbers are in, let's compare the Steelers offer versus the Jets deal. Through one year, Steelers would have gave him 19.5, Jets 14.5. Through year two, 33 million from the Steelers, 26 from the Jets. Through year three, 45, 39.5. So he does lose out on a significant amount of money. But they, he doesn't mention year four and five there for a reason. 
It's because year four and five would have been completely cuttable years when he's 30 years old. Like he, he yeah. What are you gonna do? You're gonna cut him too? Not nah, because he's got he's got guaranteed money throughout the entire contract with us. And not only that, he he's gonna be 31 when he's out of the contract. He wanted to sign with someone till past 30, and he did. And now he's a little fresh. We saw what happened when AP missed a year. He came back and ran for 2,000 yards. He didn't miss a year. He missed a year for the switch. It wasn't 2,000 yards. You're thinking about when he tore his ACL and he came back. Yeah, I'm thinking about when he tore his ACL. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That year, he ran for 2,000 yards the next year. So, and Yeah, that, but he had he had played, though. You're still confusing the two years. Like, he tore his ACL, but he played, it was week 17. And then someone shit themselves bad because I can smell that from here. Is that why you guys are laughing? Yeah, you know. I, 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 I. <laughs> people do that, stuff. People do stuff, shake, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, the switch here, when he came back from the switch here, he didn't really, like, light it up. I don't know. I got to look at the numbers. Yeah. I'm with you, Tim. No, it's a good deal. Yo, you got the... One man's trash, another man's treasure. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, the, as, a, as a Jet fan, you shouldn't care about that. Yeah, yeah who gives a fuck about that? Uh, also, staying on the Jets, so the Jets uh, signed uh, CJ Mosley. Five years, $85 million. Gang. Yo, could I... That guy's going to play out his whole contract. Yeah, without a doubt. I can't believe Baltimore let him go. Well, wasn't he hurt? No. He was fine. I will say this though: the previous annual high for a middle linebacker was thir- was fourteen million a year. Mosley's getting seventeen. That yeah. is a stark, 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 stark upgrade in terms of that, like a really big one. Yeah, and it, it goes back to what I've been saying forever: how the best luxury in all the professional sports is not having to pay your quarterback, and that's why you could give him seventeen million dollars per year. And yo, he's worth it, man. I think he's. He's tremendous. I get upset when people are like, yo, best linebacker in the league is Keek Lee and uh, what's the other dude's name? Who am I forgetting? Like Bobby Wagner. It's like, yeah, those guys are good. And then uh, we need to crack open a window. This is getting bad. Joe, man. And, how's, uh, how's, everyone, how's everyone doing? <laughs> it's, like, it's, a dairy, it's the dairy, man. It's the dairy. It's like CJ Mosley is in that discussion too. I can't believe that Baltimore let him walk because Baltimore has always, like their MO in our, like, our lifetime has always been, they've had, a ten a ten year plus lifer at all times, right? Yeah. They had Ray Lewis, they had Ed Reed, Suggs, Suggs, and it's like Mosley was gonna be the guy. Quad, he was the heir apparent, quad Pro Bowler four times already in five seasons, and he he's been the Ray Lewis replacement. That's what he was drafted to be. And I, I just want to give a little message to all of you that say that he's not that good in pass coverage. You're right, he wasn't that good in pass coverage. But that's in the past, and that's a lazy argument. Because if you go back to last year, you'll see that he allowed a career load in yards allowed. He allowed 408 yards in coverage. He allowed a career low in yards per reception, 9.3. And let's not forget, 9.3 yards when you're a linebacker, that's basically just a catch. And yards after catch is 190 yards. So most, mostly everything that's happening here, even if he's giving up a, a, a catch, He's making the tackle right away without giving up any yak. And you're getting a guy, not only that, who was who was who has been uh lauded as a team leader as yeah. well. Mm. And the last time we brought in a, 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 a Ravens Raven linebacker, that Bart was a Scott. Team leader, Bart exactly. Scott, yep. He changed the whole dynamic of the defense. And the the Jets, when they walk into the locker room in the first the first day, they're gonna be it's gonna be a completely different field. New head coach. New leader on offense, new leader on defense, uh, new new weapons, uh, new offensive linemen. Uh, they just got uh, Osemele, which was one of the better moves that I can remember. They take on his contract, but 
Fuck it. If he's healthy, he's a stud. Exactly. And if he wants to play, he there is motor questions. You bring in Jameson Crowder, who's one of the better slot receivers in the game. <laughs> he's like a poor man's Golden Tate. Right. Josh Sitton is is supposedly coming over. He just got released from the Dolphins. So you you make those upgrades, and all of a sudden, your young quarterback who who looked great in the final three weeks of last season, he's got some weapons, and it's a completely new attitude in the locker room, and it's a completely new squad. Yeah, I would change the logo if I was them, for real. Change the jerseys. I think change. we are getting new jerseys. We are. I'm actually going. To I'm, I'm going to do it. Jersey Anyone want to come with me? The jersey unveiling? Yeah, the just jersey unveiling. Yeah. They do like an event. I didn't know they even did an event. Well, my brother's girl works for a place that represents athletes, and she got the invite, and then she just passed it my way. Nice. Fire. Yeah. Enjoy that. So if anyone wants to call me, holler. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, also, Trey Flowers. Mm. Patriots let him go. He goes to Detroit. Uh, five years, $90 million. Right back to Matt Patricia. Right back to him. Our friend Davino. Very I was gonna say he's somewhere crying right now. Yeah, he's very distraught. He was a very good player. Twenty-five, six, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Twenty-five years old, young guy, but forty million guaranteed at signing. Cha-ching. Patriots don't do that. They don't do that, bro. They don't care. They let you go. And if you're like a, a defensive lineman or like a linebacker, chances are you can walk. We'll find another one in the third, fourth round. You know what the system is in New England? Next man up. Number twelve. That's the system. <laughs> yeah. They don't give a fuck about anyone else on that team. Seriously. Is 12 good? Can we can we protect them? And that's it. I hope don't make it work. Because they've been doing it for 20 years. So and I, I've told Devino and all Patriot fans, yo, relax. Relax. Like Rogers said. Just relax. Everything's under control. You saw Belichick what he was doing? Everyone's blowing the blowing money fast. Yeah. He's over there with the with the super dad bod. That's not even a dad bod. That's something we need a new term for that. It's a granddad yeah. bod. Yeah, in the Bahamas. <laughs> That's just, what it is. Just chilling. He's like, yo, spend money on these morons. That's it. If you if you look at the charts and like the Patriots and the and the free agent spending, every single team in the league signed so, at least someone uh, after the after the first two days of free agency. They're except the Patriots. They're bargain shoppers. <laughs> they're second tier free agent guys. They wait for that first wave to be over. They wait for guys to get overpaid because that's the nature of the business and free agency. Everyone's going to get overpaid. What they do is they, they look for the scraps at the end. A Colts beat writer that I follow said that Chris Ballard came out and said, I'm waiting for the craziness to die out. There's a lot of names that haven't been signed yet, and he's like, some of these contracts are ridiculous. Because we've been talking about they have like $120 million this spend. Who they re-signed? Pierre, Pierre Desir? He was on their team. And so they, that's not a, And Devin Funches. <laughs> another tight end. <laughs> Funchies. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like I was telling Davino too. I'm like, this team in it like year in year out, they're fucking. They're gonna be in the basically AFC. playing for a Super Bowl. Like, just trust it. And I think you know what we're all kind of saying the same thing is they don't need great players. They have good players, and and what that tells you is the system works for anybody. Like we could take anybody, and we see like what skills you have, and we we know how to use those. So yeah, I mean. And yo, Flowers is tremendous. This is a, yeah. this is a good addition for the Lions, without a doubt. And he pairs up with Patricia, who he knows him. They, they know both know each well. other really well. But that's just not what the Patriots do, man. Yeah. Everyone is expendable. They wanted to get rid of Gronk last year. It's like, we don't care. Like, yo, number 12, you good? Yeah. To the point where they were trying to get rid of Brady, too. He didn't want to give up Garoppolo. He's like, yo, I got, the, I got the next Brady for 15 years. It's going to be hard to run the Lions next year, though, with Snacks and, snacks and Flowers. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a, both those guys need to be double teamed on runs. So who are you going to double team? It's going to be, it's going to be tough for teams to get away from that. Yeah. Uh, Nick Foles. Gang. He's in Jacksonville now, four years, $88 million. 
Good for them. And they cut portals, by the way. Well, duh. Yo, oh, I, no. I don't understand it personally. The, what? What, Foles? The Foles to Jacksonville. Why? Oh, come on. That's, that was I mean, a layup. What was he going to do? I don't know. If what are you going to do if you're Jacksonville? Play I, Bortles again? I just feel like Jacksonville is constantly settling for like mediocreness. Nah, but this guy's a Super Bowl MVP. How often can you add a Super Bowl MVP to your team that you believe has already established with a great defense? Like, How often can you do that? It's not it's, that's you, you oftentimes don't have the ability to bring in a free agent that has won a Super Bowl and was the MVP and has kind of not, like not really that old yet. He's like 30, I think. 30. So come on, man. Quarterbacks play till they're 40. And so where think, would you go? So And think about that. And exactly. And think about his, from his perspective as well. Like, where would you want to go? Jacksonville is really great, great on defense. Not I mean, only no, that. Foles, it makes complete sense. But, what, but, but, yeah, but it like, makes sense for both. For, for Jacksonville, not only that. Not, sorry. Not, uh. like, not only that, but this is a team that we saw last year playing super uninspired. They're pissed right. at yeah. Bortles. You can't play that guy again because the team's just no, going to give up not. on you again. You need to bring in somebody, and like I think Foles is a good guy, a good and, fucking quarterback. And look, Tom Coughlin's an, an NFC East guy. I'm not, I know he was probably watching yeah. the Giants a whole bunch. He probably still has his eye on that division, and he knows Nick Foles well, man. I'm telling you, it I, just it just worries me when when I know that Nick Foles has shown what he can do in a great offense and what he can do in a shitty offense, and with a great offensive mind, kind of like what Nick always says about um, Jared Goff, right? Mm-hmm. You want Goff with McVay, of course. I want, I want a Foles with Peterson and Kelly. Well, Foles got. Um, the offensive coordinator that got fired from the Vikings last year. Who was the offensive coordinator of the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl? What's his name? Right, right, oh, right. Oh, DeFilippo. Right. Yes, Filippo. he's 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 calling That's the true. shots with Jacksonville. That's true. So come on, you bring over the guy right. that you won a Super Bowl MVP with. I didn't even think about that. You're right. No, they brought him over. All they right. know what they're doing. I I think it makes sense for both parties. Look at I, th- I think it's what you said though, Joey. Like I, th- I think it. I think it was that yo, you just you can't go in another year with Bortles because your defense. Yeah. They even said it. They're like, yo, we were playing uninspired. Like, fuck, I gotta go into Buffalo and play now. And this yeah. this moron's gonna throw more interceptions. Yo, they I, won a game when Cody Kessler started just because it wasn't Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> yo, and the and and when the when Foles was the quarterback for the Eagles, they simplified the offense. When when Carson Wentz is out there, they're going four wide. They're running crazy routes. It's crazy. The schemes are out of this world. When Nick Foles is the quarterback, they simplify the offense. They dumbed it down. That's kind of what the Jaguars are going to do. Leonard Fournette, they're going to run the ball, and 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 they're going to you know. Yeah, play not small. only that, but like this is also a team that like they beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs with this moron at quarterback. Like the now team you, is still good. Now you have a Super Bowl MVP. They should have beat New England. They could have beat New England. Should have. Oh no, they that had Foles. A, Foles. Who beat New England? That Foles. was a fumble. Foles That's beat New England. That was a fumble. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, all right, you guys are convincing me. Yeah, it, I, it I makes think, a little more sense. I think now. they needed to. And if you're gonna pay anybody, like I, I'm down to pay Nick Foles. Like, the uh, DeFilippo thing gets me. Yo, yeah, and it's like, a, where else are you gonna go? Yo, yeah. and it, that's the thing. That's exactly it. Sometimes Andy Dalton, Ryan Tannehill, they get paid because there's no other options. Yeah. Yo, you don't think well, Washington wishes they had Kirk Cousins right now? What? Don't even get me started. On In that the ultimate game. irony, the guy that they chose to replace that that Kirk Cousins replaced is now the Washington Redskins quarterback a year later. In the ultimate irony. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of Washington, Landon Collins goes there. Sixty years, eighty-four million dollars. Got, got paid. My man got paid. It was funny. Josh Norman was like, "If you want to make money and you're a DB, try to have Gettleman be your GM because he'll get rid of you." And then, because Norman left Carolina and, right. and got that big ass contract with the Redskins, and then lo and behold, Landon Collins goes there. Shout out to Josh, our buddy Josh, because he was saying this like after uh, when the rumblings first started about Landon Collins maybe getting cut or traded. He's like, yo, he's going to end up in Washington. A lot of times guys like to stay in division, also like that revenge factor too. And he always wanted to play. He always wanted to wear number 21 
in Washington. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. The reason why he wears number 21 is because of Sean Taylor. And he's actually asked permission from Sean Taylor's family if he could wear the number 21. What'd they say? I don't know. 45 million guaranteed. I'm trying my best to forget about Landon Collins because that still hurts. I mean, yo, but how much? I mean, you're not going to pay him, though. He seems I mean, really, really salty, too. Like, we're probably going to lose that game, but, you know. Yeah, well, I. But because, yo, he was on Twitter and he's like, I'm cleaning out my. He was cleaning out his locker or some shit. And then some reporter was like, uh, he hasn't cleaned out his locker. And he's like, no, nah, whatever's there, I don't need it. Like, clearly he's like, fuck the Giants. Yeah. Like, he's very unhappy. So, wouldn't be surprised if, uh, I thought there was rumblings that, uh, yo, Golden Tate's going to get a nice little fucking pop on that day. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. I mean, yo, just like kind of bringing it back to the Giants for a second, like Jabil Preppers is kind of a similar safety to Landon Collins, right? Uh, Nick, I like box the, guy, I li- I not like the Jabril great, Preppers. not the greatest in coverage box guy. Yeah. Also, sort of a gadget guy. Yeah, well, he's well, Jabril Peppers is great on special teams. Yeah, I like Jabril Peppers. Yo, can I? I'm just trying to make you feel better, fam. That's what I'm here nah, to do. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. That's why you're my guy. Here's the thing: if you're gonna nitpick and look for the perfect player at one position. Like C.J. Mosley, you're really going to hold it against him that he can't pass coverage? Where that well. Where everything else is an A? It's like, yo, if you're doing a tail of the tape, right, and you have 10 things, like 10 attributes on Madden, if nine of them are 95 and one is a 75, you're not going to take that guy? You're going you're gonna to talk shit about that guy? It's like, yeah. all right, Landon Collins isn't Earl Thomas in pass coverage, right? So what? He's, he's phenomenal everywhere else. Yeah. C.J. Mosley isn't. Isn't the best linebacker in pass coverage. So what? He's great everywhere else. It's just, yeah. it's just too much. Too much too much bullshit. That's a crazy contract, though. Yeah. Um, another funny one. Anthony Barr uh, agreed to go to the Jets. And soft. it was like, nah, yo, soft. chill. Soft. Soft. Why, I think why guys, soft? Soft. Little soft. Why soft? soft? Softer than baby shit. This guy's, why this soft? Guy's, this guy's Cottonelle. <laughs> what was soft? He, he got scared? Yes. No. Yes. Nah. Yeah, why? shook. Yo, he took less money to play for a better team. He's mentally weak. That's what he is. It's not about mentally weak. I think he was at a place. He felt comfortable, and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna stay where I am. That's yeah, fine. There's camaraderie there. Soft. All right. You can't. But you can't go. You can't. Like, if you're gonna get married, you can't go dip just a tip in someone else, and then be like, nah, nah, nah. I actually don't want to do it. It's like DeAndre Jordan. It's exactly DeAndre Jordan. We got DeAndre Jordan like crazy here. You mad? I mean, I'm a little <laughs> mad. Nah, I think you guys. I, I didn't like that contract from the beginning. He's a good young player, but we we were gonna play him at a position. He hasn't been an edge rusher since college, and we were gonna play him at edge edge rusher. So that was gonna be something. Is, um, and also, really quickly, sorry to cut you off. Is there a chance that we don't sign Le'Veon Bell if we did sign Barr? Because I know it happened one after the other. They we, make the they would have made the exact same annual salary. So it's it's it is a question to be asked. Apparently, Bell only had this offer from the Jets, and then they were trying to use the Jets as leverage from other teams, and then no one bit. There's a lot of question marks with Le'Veon Bell, man. I heard the Niners were in at the end. It was the Jets versus the Niners. The Ravens were never in, apparently. There was just false reports. So, interesting. The Jets and the Niners. Gang. Uh, speaking of, would you say the Ravens? Yes. Speaking of the Ravens, Earl Thomas goes there. Mm. Four years, $55 million. I thought he was teed up to the Cowboys. Everything coming out of, of Seattle and everything coming out of like the camp was that he'll be a Cowboy. He'll be a Cowboy. He went to college at Texas. Um, I remember that I think he got ejected one game or when he got hurt when they were playing the Cowboys he like went to the Cowboys locker room and after was, a Cowboys game he went to Jason Garrett and he was like yo come get me yeah I, I thought it was <laughs> get me if you have the chance I thought it was a lock that he would be a Cowboy so this is interesting it's it, he didn't want to they didn't want to pay him though and don't forget Landon Collins kind of set that market 
Because now, now safety's getting 15 mil a year all of a sudden. Yeah. Cowboys aren't going to pay 15 mil a year for the safety. No way. Not when they're paying uh, Demarcus Lawrence fucking, what is he going to make, like $20 million this year. Like yeah. they're, they're not, they're not going to do that. All right, so and they and they gotta they gotta pay Dak Prescott. They gotta pay Zeke eventually. They're Cooper. not gonna sign Cooper. Also, this, Cooper. Guy come, this guy coming off an injury on top of everyone else who's coming off an injury on that fucking team. Right. Yeah, so you point. can't. I mean, Earl Thomas though doesn't he kind of just like you know when you see a player and you kind of gotta get used to them in a New Jersey. Yep. Like Peyton Manning with the Broncos. Like this doesn't look right. It's not mad. Yeah. yeah. Like LeBron like, James I, still I doesn't look right in the Lakers this. jersey to me. Yeah. Earl Thomas. Looks like he fits right in with a Raven. Like he's the prototypical Raven. Because well, they're yo, the Raven the Ravens defense have always just been like like those black uniforms, just like badass motherfuckers. And yep. you have like Ed Reed, obviously, who's just like one of the, I think the greatest safety of all time, and he's and like he's sort of filling that role in Baltimore yeah. where it's like you always have one dude, at least on the defense, it's like an all pro filthy and like yeah. the leader, you know? And you go from one badass defense to another one. Seattle's defense over the past couple of years wasn't as great as Legion of Boom, but in general They've been. They're known as one of those badass defenses, and they're going right to another one historically. So, yeah. right. fits right in. They're both birds as well. So fits maybe the brand. Also. Maybe that helps. Ooh, <laughs> the Ravens the and birds. but even his attitude, like he's a hard hitter. He's a no nonsense type of dude. He he's gonna come in and play Eric Weddle's position. He's good, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and let's look at the let's go around the the uh, the, the the bend in that secondary. Tony Jefferson, uh, one of the better safeties in the league, and then you Harder. got Earl Thomas, and then you got uh, Jimmy Smith. Marlon Humphrey, Brandon Carr, that's probably the best secondary in the NFL right now. So you do get, take a lot of hits in the linebacking core for the Ravens, but you do now have a strong secondary in a, lead, in a division where the Steelers are going to throw a lot, the Browns are going to throw a lot, and... The Bengals uh, suck. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying, I was going to say I mean, the Bengals. The Bengals got a new offensive coordinator, though, who's a new school young kid who wants to throw. New so, coach, new head coach. New coach. Yeah. That's what I meant. And you so, got yeah, and they got two really good receivers out there too now. Boyd stepped AJ it up. Green, and now you Boyd, have AJ you're Green. right. So you got you in that division you need a good secondary, maybe more than you need that linebacking core. Maybe instead of maybe it's like, all right, Mosley, you can go because although we love you, we just don't need you right now. Go take your seventeen million from the Jets because we ain't giving that to you. Then they go and sign Earl Thomas for almost that much money. Um, it makes you think of the, if they're changing up their philosophy because um I think it was Nick you said earlier in the show that the that the Ravens have had that one 10-year guy the whole time. It's kind of newfound territory for the Ravens right now. They're in complete flux in every way. They have a brand-new offense. They got a brand-new defense. Let's see how it works out because John Harbaugh has been in the hot seat, it seems like, for the last four years. Yeah, they will never let him go, though. I was uh, I was reading an article from a Ravens beat writer. Apparently, no wide receiver wants to sign there because they're worried that Lamar can't get. I was literally just about to bring that up. You're like, yeah, you know, you gotta have a good defense. I'm like, you gotta like score too. Four tight end. (laughs) I'm telling you, the four tight end set is coming. Yeah, they they could have six tight ends. The full house. Throw the ball. The full house set for Madden. Yo, I'm telling you. Literally take Earl. Never mind. That was stupid. I was gonna. But bro, I don't know how you (laughs) take Earl Thomas. I don't know how you. I was gonna say just put him like. But I was thinking of like the Ravens playing their offense. I was like, put Earl Thomas on the line. Like just everyone up, engage eight every play. Like fuck. I don't know how you can say the the tight end thing after watching what the Chargers did to them. I mean, look, the Chargers destroyed them, sure, but like it's seven that, corners. They're going with it, like they're gonna go with it. They hired the dude that that made the offense for Lamar Jackson as their new offensive coordinator. They are they got rid of all their wide receivers and they just re-signed the best blocking tight end in the league, according to the Ravens, at least. 
Yeah. In Mark Andrews. So like, Let's I get mean, it. Nick Boyle, I mean. So like, what, what are you gearing up for? You're yeah. gearing up for that. Exactly that. They're running the Bryant offense, the wing T. Yeah. And not to mention, like we just said, Earl Thomas, but they also signed Mark Ingram, who I think is a fantastic sign. I think he's one of the more underrated players in the in the league. Period. Yeah. Like this dude has caught fifty balls, except for last year when he missed four games. He caught fifty balls the three prior seasons. Yeah, I honestly think that the the Mark Ingram contract is like phenomenal. I think that you're getting him at a, a discount in my opinion, because I do think that like he's he's always been second to somebody, but I think with the right situation, like I like Mark Ingram a lot, and and, and it, I mean. Not that fantasy fucking matters, but it, it kind of matters in the sense of like someone who splits time for like most of their career is always someone who's on someone's team. So he's very productive even in that secondary role. So with the right amount of like touches, and he's they're gonna run the fuck out of they're the ball. They're gonna run the shit out of the ball. I would not, yo. This is gonna sound crazy. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if they ran the ball six hundred times this year. That that comes out to thirty rushes a game. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean they were doing it fucking when Lamar Jackson he was running the ball like eighteen times himself. Yeah. yeah. Lamar, I say this a lot. Lamar Jackson got two thirds of his fantasy points on the ground. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, another signing, staying with the safeties. Uh, Honey Badger goes to the Chiefs, three years, forty-two million. Seems like a lot. Do you know? I mean, he, it's great because they didn't re-sign Eric Berry. Yeah, they just cut him. With all due respect, Eric Berry's tremendous. He's always hurt. And then they played him at the end of last season. It didn't really work out. So Patriots went right after him. All yeah. the biggest plays of the game went to Gronk when he was single coverage on him. Yeah. So. And, and wow, twenty six years old by the way. Oh, Honey Badger. Yeah, oh, bro, yeah, yeah. he's mad young. Cra- I, I just, he got snake bit. He tore his ACL twice in the first three years. He's phenomenal. He had a good year with the Texans. I think that's a big loss for them. Yeah. But they also really think about this: Bagnola is the coach over there, defensive coordinator, and he's always had a safety that makes noise. Like remember Jabril Wilson on the Giants? Hell yeah. He was a monster for them, and then he had Kenny Phillips. And then he had Landon Collins, Defensive Player of the Year candidate. So Honey Badger is going to be all right back there, man. Yeah. And talk about it. And, and Chiefs, you know, if I had to guess, they'd be playing with a lead a decent amount. Yeah. So he'll be able to kind of float around, blitz the quarterback. He'll be able to do a lot. You know, it's it's always fun when you're on defense and you have the lead. So uh, that'll he's a, be. He's a really good player on defense because, like you said, like he also can get after the quarterback. Yeah, he can do a lot. So not for nothing, man. Earl Thomas and the Honey Badger both owe Landon Collins some kind of dinner, or they should buy him a chain or something. Wait, they, what? they got paid because of Landon Collins. Like, there's no way the Chiefs are giving Honey Badger $15 million, $14 million a year if the Redskins don't first give Landon Collins 15 a year. Well, you notice, though, one thing, how the Ravens and the Chiefs broke the bank on these safeties, which is not really a... They, their, t- their defense is so bad. Their secondary was no, so no, bad. No, no. That's not what I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, th- that's not a position that you usually pay top dollar like that. Got it. But also, you got to factor in they're not paying their quarterbacks, and it's always going to come back to that, man. Yeah. You're not paying your quarterback. You could afford to do that luxury. And and and, and which and makes it curious. The, the thing is, though, man. Like, yeah, Honey Badger's a safety, but he does so many other things. Like, <laughs> like I just said, he could blitz the quarterback. He can guard guys in the slot. He's a playmaker. He's, He's a big he, play guy. He does a lot. He's a kind of a jack of all trades, master of many. Swiss Army knife. So I used that was a lot. You just combined like three different expressions. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Master of all Swiss Army knives traits. I'm here for it. Um, so yeah. I just I, I'd pay. I'd like to pay a guy like that just because he could. He's very versatile. Yeah. Um, also, Tyrell Williams uh, goes to Oakland four years, forty four million. How's house, Tyrell? How's Tyrell? I'm with that too. Like I, I, the AB Tyrell. Did we talk AB yet? I mean, last week we talked AB. Did we? I think so. Not how he fit in in Oakland. But we yeah, well I guess 
So Terrell Williams. Anyway, Antonio Brown's yeah. on the Raiders. <laughs> Antonio Brown, Terrell Williams, all of a sudden gives them a, a very nice one-two punch dynamic. And one thing, if you look at Gruden's teams, he really put a premium on wide receivers. Like he went out and he got uh, Keyshawn Johnson when he was with the um, when he was with the Buccaneers. He saw, he had Jerry Rice and Tim Brown uh, when he was with the Raiders. So like he he really thinks that he really is a, a believer in wide receivers are going to make it. Also also in, in 30-year-old wide receivers, too. Um, that, was, that was the deal. All of them Tim Brown. on the back nine of their careers. Right, but proven veteran guys. Well, Terrell Williams, how old is he? Like 26? No, no, no I'll talk more about like A.B., Jerry Rice, Keyshawn right. Johnson. Right. 27. Yeah. So at least they got him. I, I think Terrell Williams is one of the more underrated receivers in the league this year. Like, I really think that, not even this year, just in general, I, I, I really think that the a lot of teams missed out on a chance to add a really quality number one type guy. You put him on the other side of AB, and all that attention goes to AB, and then you got one little fake in and out, and you got Terrell Williams on a fucking sixty-five yard touchdown. Yeah, oh. and mm. sorry, and if, and if you're and if you're Gruden and you've in, you've inherited this quarterback in Derek Carr, and you have said good things about him in the past, but. If you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish, you got to know if your franchise quarterback's actually a franchise quarterback. So what do you do? You surround them with weapons. Yeah. You surround them with the people. They paid the they paid Trent Brown a left tackle, which we'll talk about that a little bit more because Trent Brown goes from right tackle to left tackle, and then they sign Trent Brown to play left tackle, and then they move their left tackle that they drafted in the second round last year to right tackle. Their first round pick. First round. M- Miller, yeah. Yes, to right tackle instead. Just it's a little bit wonky, but uh, they're obviously investing in David uh, Derek Carr. They're obviously like, all right, we're getting you the best left tackle in the market. We're getting you the best wide receiver available in the free agent market. We're getting you the best receiver available in the trade market. Make something happen. If you can't make something happen, we're gonna draft another quarterback and get rid of you. Yeah, yeah I'd be a little cautious of that contract that they gave Trent Brown. Yeah, me too. Guy came out of nowhere on the Patriots. So he was a seventh round pick from the Niners. Pat's got him. Um, he would have been the second highest player if if the Patriots would have gave him this contract. He would have been the second highest player on their team. We've already said that the Patriots are like, good Suck luck on ass, your future yeah. endeavors. Thank you next. Suck my balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, yo, there's a guy who I don't know how many times we've shown love to offensive line coaches, but Dante Scarnecchia. Apparently, Tom Brady last year went to get him out of retirement. All right, this guy, Nate Solder. Last year, the Giants make him the highest paid left tackle. They gave up more sacks on average with him in the lineup than they did prior with Eric Flowers. So something tells me that these offensive tackles in New England, their numbers are a little skewed as far as how much pressures they give up and how many quarterback hits because Brady gets rid of the ball so So quick. I was going to say, fucking it's out. Right? Yeah. The video, the soundbite of uh, Joey Bosa, he's like, God damn it, Tom, just hold on to it a little longer. He's like, why? He's like, no, nah, I'm going to get it out. So it's like... I don't know how good these guys are because I watched Nate Solder and oh, that's a contract that kind of sucks. So I don't know. I'd be a little hesitant. I'd be a little hesitant to to be all in on that. That's a lot of money to pay a dude that kind of came out of nowhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, if it ends up working out, you do have a 26-year-old left tackle. Of so. course, yeah. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, Kawan Alexander, uh, San Fran, four years, $54 million. Uh, yo, I first of all, I didn't think he was the best linebacker on his team in Tampa Bay. I thought Levante David was head and shoulders better than him. This guy tore his ACL in October. Mm-hmm. 
What was the stat that, that you put in the thing about the missed tackles? He has like 78 missed tackles, which is the most in the league. And only only 10 players have over 50. And he has 70. <laughs> so it's like too much popcorn. Why not? So you gave him <laughs> yo, you gave him 14 million. You couldn't find another three to just get Mosley? Word. I think Quan Alexander is more of a I guess pass rusher than Mosley is. But at the same time, like I I, I you're right. I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. I agree with Nick here. It's like all right, I get. I, they got burned. They don't have the best linebacking scouting department in the world. Because no. every every defensive player they draft is a bust. Salomon Thomas is, has been a bust. DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner was a bust. Not a bust, um, but I don't know, man. Thomas was alright. Thomas is. I'd say Buckner hasn't was been probably third hasn't been that pick. great. Buckner hasn't been good, and there's a there's a third one in there that I that is, is his name is blanking on me Armstead. right now. Armstead. There's another one even. Uh, the linebacker that got that got into legal troubles. So like. Uh oh, uh, uh, Alden Smith. No, no, no. no, no. Well, after him, I can't believe I'm blanking. I was gonna say it, and then the you arm, said with the arm injury. Oh, you're talking about the uh, Ruben Foster. Ruben Foster. That's what I'm looking for. So that's four. That's four players that you drafted that they're supposed to be the cornerstones of your defense. And I think the 49ers got exposed a little bit last year. Like the quarterback went down, and all of a sudden, it's very clear that without the quarterback, like your team's not the same. And your team can't be carried is being carried by this dude. And and your running back that you came in and you paid Jarek McKinnon did not play. Yeah. Well, he's gonna get cut. Well, I, yeah. Now. I, I call this from last year at this time. Like Jarek McKinnon's entire deal, it was kind of like Le'Veon's deal, where all of his guaranteed money was last year. So he got paid to to rehab, and he's gonna cake on that. He's getting cut. There's no way he's a Forty Nine er, especially after they just signed uh, Tevin Coleman. They got like six running backs over there. I like Brita. Like, why not rock with Brita? That's what I'm saying. He's small and injury prone. But they got Coleman for like nothing. I heard. Two years, ten mil. Reunite. It's, it's the same. It's the same thing as Ingram's contract. Look, five million a year for a running back may not sound like a lot, but Ingram's contract and Tevin Coleman's now contract put them at 13 and 14th highest paid running backs in the league. So they're getting paid starter money. And Tevin Coleman, the last time he was with Kyle Shanahan, let's not forget beast. what he did. He was a beast. Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan knows how to how to use him in a correct way. So it's, I'm interested. All, Tevin Coleman was a guy that I always hated. All of a sudden, I like him again. Well, because he was a Falcon. That's why. I don't hate the Falcons. I'm just right about them all the time. He just hates Matt Ryan. There's a difference. I'm just right about them all the time. That they AKA s- hate those Falcons. <laughs> um, is there any other ones that jump out to you that can, you want to talk we, about? We can free ball. I kind of like Jamison Crowder and shit. Nah, like, I kind of want to show love to a team that don't really spend money in free agency, and that's the Packers, yo. They didn't really make no splice, so they got Preston Smith, linebacker from the Skins. They get Zadarius Smith from the Ravens, who, by the way, lost five starters off their defense. Just like, yeah, you know, we're, we're known for having a defense, but let's just give up five really they important. They kept their yeah, they gave everyone in the middle yeah. field. Yeah, and then they sign uh, Adrian Amos. Amos from the Bears, Big so you weaken you weaken uh, a division rival, rival while bettering yourself. And they sign a, a lineman from the Broncos, uh, Billy Turner. So it's like, yo, you get four starters right away. And I think that's shady. I really like what the Packers did, man. And this is a team that I think it was after the going into the 2017 season, 51 of the 53 players on the roster were like drafted or undrafted players that they brought in. So this wasn't really a team that was going out and getting free agents. And that was one of the knocks that people had of this organization where you never brought in other talented players. It was like... um, what was uh, I'm blanking on the the who's the guy from the Jets that they brought in for like a year? 
Wilkerson. Wilkerson. It was like Wilkerson was the big addition that they've done in like the last three, four years defensively. Mm. So I really shout out to the Packers. I like what they're doing. Kind of a sleeper team. Everyone's forgotten that they still got Rodgers and shit. You know, like I haven't forgot. I just I just hate the the addition of their coach. That's why. Yeah. Their entire linebacking core is going to be different than last year, which is um, a good thing. Although they they paid out of the ass for these people, like Zadarius Smith, four years, sixty six million dollars. Like, is he worth that, or is he just a product of the system out there? You don't know that. Um, yeah, bargain basement deal. Jason Verrett, former Chargers corner, love that dude. One year, three point six million dollars. Niners. That's that's a, that's a great signing. If he's healthy, that's a. Yeah, sensational signing right there. Yeah, that's My, a show me deal though. But I'm just saying that. Which which one? Uh, Jason, Jason Brett. Brett. Yes, three yes. point three point six million. He's got to stay healthy. Yep. My favorite deal is the Matt Paredes deal to Carolina. That that offensive line was a fucking train wreck last year. Matt Khalil sucks, <laughs> and you put probably maybe the best center in the league right in the middle of that line for less than ten million dollars a year. The Jets dropped the ball not getting Paredes. I love that move by Carolina. I think that's a great move by Carolina. Uh, also, Buffalo Shady signed some weapons. They got Cole Beasley to play the slot. John Brown, who, if he could do nothing else, he could run straight. And you know Josh Allen got that big arm. They signed Frank Gore. Tyler Croft. Ty- I mean. <laughs> Bro, Frank Gore. Dude, I'm telling you, that kid Foster on the Bills who came on late was the number one wide receiver prospect in high school. Had some issues, went to Alabama, went undrafted. He had like 400-yard games in the last six games. That's a guy to watch out for. Him and 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 John Brown, too, on that offense. I think that's uh, – yo, Buffalo might be doing some good things up there, man. I, yeah, I, I'm on board. But Tyler Croft, Tyler Croft, damn. <laughs> I was just being a dick. Cameron Wake to Tennessee. That's a really good pass rusher out there. Oh, he you know 37. who else went to Tennessee? My guy. Your guy. Adam Humphreys. Always had a slot on my fantasy team and was productive. He was scoring like every week. They right. paid that man. They did. Yeah. And he's making like nine million a year. Or his first year he's making nine million. He got bread. Yo, shout out to Nick. Four too. years, thirty six million dollars. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Nineteen guaranteed. That's nine million a year, right? If I'm not well his well yeah. 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 I'm uh, Yo. <laughs> Ooh, ha ha Clinton Dix to the Bears. Yes. Tim, also the Bears. Tim, Tim, so yeah, they kind of they kind of just switched. Yeah, but, but Eddie Jackson, but Eddie Jackson and him were the the safeties in uh, Alabama together. Oh, so you got that. Hey, yo, the Redskins, I think, have six players. If they if if the mock draft that uh, I forgot who it was on ESPN, Tom McShay put out, it's like they have the Redskins drafting another Alabama defensive player. It's like they'll have seven guys on that defense from Alabama. It's crazy. I like Kareem Jackson to the Broncos. He was a uh, he was on the uh, Texans. Yeah, that's two that's two DBs that they missed. Yeah, that they lost. I I really like Kareem Jackson. He's he's lauded as the hardest hitting corner. He's like a kind of a dual guy. Mm. Um, um, really good tackler. They also lost Kevin Johnson, their first round pick from a couple. Of, it was a bust though. It wasn't like a big loss, but he'll Kareem Jackson will fit right in. Never fit got, right in. They did get Roby on a on a one year prove it deal. Yeah, so I mean that's not. They still got the worst fucking offensive line situation. Them and like the Cardinals have the worst offensive line situations. In and the then league. and then quickly you were sug, gonna say something. Oh. Sucks yeah. to the Cardinals. I don't. Sucks I don't have. I don't have financials on it, but I have sucks one to the Cardinals. One year deal. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Nick and, and kickers in general. Seven million. <laughs> Jason Myers. Four years, fifteen million. Money bags, Myers. To Holy who? shit! Where do you go? To Seattle. A team? Oh, I was gonna say a team that must have missed a field goal at the end of yeah. the year. Yeah. Eric Weddle to the Rams is also a great signing for Ooh, them. El Guapo to the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, 
How many running? Oh, Two point eight. Oh. God damn. I like the I like the Eric Weddle signing because you get yourself a veteran in a team that's ready to win right now, and you got to replace Lamarcus Joyner. So uh, you add some height, you add some um, hitting ability there. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, what else? Tyrod Taylor to the Chargers. Adrian Peterson Who's resigned. Who's backing up Baker? Two year deal. I was just about to look that up. It's a great question. There's no one. <laughs> it's a Tyron Taylor. Then third string was blank. Yo, I'm not. Ha ha. Clinton Dix got a one year, three point five million dollar deal. Yeah, but come on, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't I'm do gonna this do it. Now. Don't do I'm this. gonna do it. Don't yell please, and don't please, do this please, now. Please, please, I'm gonna please. do it. Don't do I'm it. God, fine, I won't said, do it. But I should do it. I should do it. I should do it. Hey, I should do it. The real big signing here is Cordero Patterson went to the to Chicago. Fire, okay? fire. He deal. also got five million. Yo, Cordero Patterson's getting the same money as fucking Swiss Army knife, jack of all trades, master of many. Yeah, Cordero Patterson. So he is though. It's a Swiss Army master of jack trades. <laughs> wow, that was good. We saw that. I'm a master of jack. Uh, anyway, we we talked about like Odell like leaving fucking the Giants and and going to the to the Browns, but like, is he get like? Do you think he fits in in there? Like, I feel like there's a lot of young, outspoken dudes on that team now. Odell Beckham Jr. fits anywhere. Yeah. No, nah, I'm talking about, well, yeah, dude. But I mean, like, him, Landry, they're both kind of like. Baker. We, well. The Bake Show. The Joku. Well, let's. let's it's kind of cool that you're letting the, the young dudes kind of. Kareem, take over, Kareem Hunt. If this was your Chubb. fantasy squad. Yeah, but Kareem Hunt's going to shut the fuck up the entire season. You know if that. this was your fantasy squad, would ba- Baker Mayfield at quarterback, Nick Chubb at running back, uh, Landry and Odell Beckham at wide receiver, and the Joku at tight end, would you be happy with that? Because I would be. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like where you'd take these guys, but I probably wouldn't never start Baker Mayfield on my team to be honest with you. This really? Year, I, yeah. I I I I'd, I'd think There's about a lot Baker. of quarterbacks out there. Sure, but I, I think he had the most fantasy points for a rookie ever. The fuck's that mean? I don't give a fuck about what rookies do. I'm crying about who's got the most. I'm trying to get these dubs. I want Sam Darnold to be on my my squad. Yo, can I be an actually technically guy for a second? Yeah. Wasn't this like Mahomes' rookie year in a way? Nah. I, yeah, ben, I if, if Ben Simmons, you know, rookie of the nah, year. Ben oh, Simmons didn't play because of injury, though. Mahomes had week 17. Null five. Kind of like a week Look, three preseason It's the game, same though. way that you can't give the rookie of the year to the dude that came up in September the year before. No, that's fair. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, full full first season. But I hear you. I think that's crazy that you wouldn't take him on your fantasy team. Who, Baker? Yeah. Joe, you should be gloating right now. You're like a pseudo Browns bro, fan. Bro, Odell's I am gonna... a pseudo Browns fan. Yeah. Odell. Was, you know, actually. You are actually. I was heavy on fucking, what's that dickhead's name? Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> I was like, yo, I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I watched so much Browns that year. Was that two years ago? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. The 0-16 season. No, yeah. the, he's I've been gonna... defending the Browns. You made me a Browns fan just from all the shit you've been talking about them. And now it makes me like them more. Yeah, remember? Because I mean, they're the Browns. Because they're the Browns. Like, his... Their roster's good. They're a quarterback away. But, but I was right, though. But they're the... No, you were actually, like, mad wrong. I know. I was right about why I said it. I said they were a quarterback away from being a really good team because their roster was good. They had mad weapons. They're the Browns. They're going to Browns this. Bro, they're going to kill the dance floor. Odell, Jarvis, Baker, they're gonna kill like yo, got moves, bro. They're gonna kill the locker room. You see bro. Baker hitting uh walk it like I talk it. Yeah, that's <laughs> isn't that, that that's, mad old? That's old yeah, from uh EA, um EA Sports. They had a bro, rookie symposium. They're gonna have mad swag. They're definitely gonna have the most swag. Here's the thing. They got swag at the wazoo. I do think we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Oh, of course. Truth. So I've been texting your brother, and your brother is sick. Jason is upset because we've been having our eye on thirty five to one for them to win the Super Bowl. 
from like the Browns, the, the end of January. Whoa, yeah, about yo, the Chiefs were thirty-three to one last year, and they made it there. So there's always a team in like the 30, 40 range that makes a deep run into the playoffs. So we kind of penciled the Browns. All right, now they're fourteen to one. There's only four teams that have better odds than them. I am completely off the Browns now. Facts, long term. I think it's a lot of. A lot of momentum, a lot of smoke coming in, i.e. the Niners last year. Remember one of our better calls on DB Imp was like, yo, we're going to stay away. Show Too many me. people loving the Niners. Let's just slow down. This was a team that was 0-9 at one point. They won five in a row. And a lot of the players that the, the Browns have are from the, that 0-16 team. So just pump the brakes. And also, I think the biggest question mark, I don't know about you guys, Freddie Kitchens, like, is he a head coach? That's it. Lord. This guy, This guy was a coordinator for like half a season and – just so happened that Baker caught fire. He's been in the game though. I think he worked on the Bruce Arians. Yeah, he was like, a, but he was like a running back coach. He was, you know, and yeah. it's not like he put in his time. Fire a, name though, Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, Freddie. And yo, look, Baker. Baker fucks with him, and I think that's job security for him. If if your quarterback signs off on it, you know, I think that's good. But Browns are gonna be good. It's yeah, gonna be interesting I, to see them. And it feels like that dynamic of Landry and Beckham. They love each other so much that if like they might one, shut the fuck up. Yeah, if like one eats and the other doesn't one game, it's like, yo, it's cool. Yeah. You killed it, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I had two catches for twenty yards, it's all good. You had eight, one thirty and a touchdown. That's how you make yeah. them happy right there. It's, it's I will genius. say though, I will say though, with those two two things, it's it's like a, a double edged sword. I actually don't know if that expression fits or what I'm about to say. But uh <laughs> if like you if, if Baker's throwing the ball and he's he's playing well, like whatever, but I also could see like the opposite of like he's having a bad game. And them two are going to be like, come on, man, you got to give us the fucking ball. We're the greatest duo of all time. You use it, right? Uh, I think Baker's already good money. Like, I think he's yeah. already cemented himself as the guy. I I think after what he did at the tail end of last season, it's like, we good. Yo, honestly, like. I Anything's think- better than Eli, to be frank. The touchdown dances from those two are going to be phenomenal. Oh, the joint dances? Yes. The three-man Especially dances. Especially the dance, the dance that's going to happen when. OBJ and Jarvis Landry just start butt fucking each other in the middle of the end zone. Yo, you wait until the preseason <laughs> starts. I bet they get all the way up to like fucking eleven to one. Like the people are gonna be on the fucking. No one's gonna be butt fucking nobody. By the way, yeah. But uh, they love each other so much. If they were gay, it's cool, bro. I'm down. They're not gay. Just be gay together and tell us about it. We know. We already know. Listen, bro. If they were gay, sign me up for the gay. I mean, you can sign me up for the gay right now, for even if they're not gay. Should I? I'm down with the gays. I think I think this team is, uh, you know, they also get Vernon, they also get Richardson, just revamped that defense even more. I th- I think they're gonna be good, but I do think it's a little crazy that they're the fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a little nuts. I think that's all just like smoke. And I also I also think that they're popular. They're tra- yeah, they're trying to get they're trying to get public's money. Shit, I'm not even confident they'll win their division. I'm still like a lot of people are selling their stock on the Steelers because they lose a B. It's like the one thing that we know for certain is that no one produces wide receivers like them. So I forget, guys. Antonio Brown was a six-round pick. Yeah. I, uh, they got Moncrief, too. I mean, they signed Moncrief. They have Juju, oh, which we know did. about. They signed Moncrief? Yeah. James Washington was a second-round pick. Let's not forget, Juju Max. was a second-round pick, too. He's a physical specimen, and too. Vance McDonald had a pretty good season, too. And they got rid of Jesse James, so now you don't need to worry about which tight end is going to eat. So you got Vance. James Conner was an all-pro kind of guy. I think Pittsburgh is going to be all right. And let's not no, forget. I think they're going to be all right, too. Let's not forget, of course, Big Ben, same offensive line. He's still going to have five seconds to throw. And you give any quarterback in the NFL five seconds to throw, and you're going to have a good offense. It will be interesting to see Juju in a role where it's like, okay, 
You are the one. He's Yo, talented. I saw a great. He is, but like it's also just an adjustment. I would say. Yeah. You saw that video that was going around of him in the mall with like yeah. the little kids. <laughs> Someone wrote a comment. I think it was on Twitter, on Instagram, and it was like, this is what it's going to be like when no Antonio Brown, because there's mad little kids around yeah, like, like, This is what coverage is going to be like without AB there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see him in a one spot where, you know, you're going to command a lot more attention than you're used to getting. I mean, you have Antonio Brown, like, we're going to look at him, you know? I do think so. it's a lot of personalities in Cleveland, though. It's a lot of, like... Yeah. You know? It's going to take some adjustment. I also think that, too. Like, when you bring in someone like Odell Beckham, who has been very outspoken and sort of, quote-unquote, diva... And, you know, you have Jarvis Landry. We saw him in, in, in fucking Hard Knocks. Like, he's very outspoken as well. And But it could exactly be what you said. Those two fires could extinguish themselves. Yeah. They're like, all right, cool. We got what we wanted. Like, let's just let's just talk about winning. And we're not going to, like, be, you know, complaining or, like, whatever. You know? I also think that, like, because everyone's so young on that team, that that could also be an advantage as well. There's no real, like, like who is, is the the veteran presence that's kind of, like, keep everyone chill. I think it's like the inmates are running the asylum over there essentially, but it's kind of Odell in a way. Kind of, that might be dangerous. And a 44 yeah. year old head coach. That might be dangerous. Yeah. So we'll see, but I, I think they'll be all right too. We'll see. See, that is one thing that I, I said right away off the top when we were talking about this is like off the rip is getting Baker's guy as the head coach actually helping or not. I mean, I'm a fan of it. Don't get me wrong, but the the question needs to be brought up: of Are you kind of pandering to Baker a little too early? I, I see. I don't. I don't see it that way. I see him as a Bruce Arians disciple, who's one of the best offensive minds in the NFL, right? And not only is he a great offensive mind, but he's also a great coach. Like everyone loves Bruce Arians, right? Great offensive mind, great guy, had great success. Like fuck it. I'm surprised that the speaking of Arians, I'm surprised the Bucks didn't go after Le'Veon Bell. I, I thought they were going to get Le'Veon. Mm. That's they signed Peyton Barber. Guy, right, cool. Levy on Bell is only going to be available to a certain amount of teams. Teams that could afford to pay a running back that amount of money, and that's you, you don't. It's that's not. Like, there's a reason that you don't pay running backs that amount of money. Yeah. So he was only going to become. Bro, available they got enough to, problems over there. James yeah, sucks. fucking Jameis crab legs. Bro, you have to pay somebody. Get that guy the fuck out of there. Hey, you talking about? You want to talk about fantasy quarterbacks? Jameis Winston. I'm, I don't. I don't like him. And hey, maybe I'll get proven wrong. But I, I dude, I, I would I draft Andrew Luck in the tenth round. I would draft year. Nick if he was the quarterback for the Bucks today. As you damn sure, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I would. Yo, Baker Mayfield also gets the uh, offensive coordinator from Tampa Bay. Who? Tampa Ma- Bay. Monken. Yeah, Monken. Tampa Bay quarterbacks led the league in air yards. Odell, that motherfucker could fly. Yo, Odell. Not even a hot take. He could easily crack 1,600 yards this year. If he plays all 16 games, he might put up like 110, 1,610 touchdowns. Bro, all this open space for the running backs to play. Who you, yo, who are you going to double on that team? No one. Callaway's even going to eat because him and Baker have a little man crush too. And he's I fast. I forgot about that. Callaway's really fast. Yeah. Joku, they still the have, whole team is fast as shit. Yeah. They still got Duke Johnson that could catch balls out of the backfield too. They got Nick Chubb who can catch balls out of the backfield. They got Najoku who's... They signed who's Kareem weapon. Hunt. He signed Kareem Hunt. And yo, imagine he doesn't get suspended. You he know, will, but nah, he's gonna get suspended. But yo, you look, runs. man, you 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 plan for the playoffs. I learned that from Nick. You draft for the playoffs. When you expect to be there, fam, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've been to the championship twice. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> You're planning good enough, dog. Whatever, whatever. Ah, uh, Nick right. Chubb, Odell, that could have been the Giants. Let's not get into that. Uh but yeah, 
right, that is that is the free agency uh, update here on VM. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. My bad about the wrap-ups uh, this week, guys. For some reason, uh, Instagram was acting crazy yesterday, right? I saw you posted something about that on your IG. Yeah, it wasn't loading Yeah, it wasn't letting... And, and, and when I was even scrolling through Instagram, all the posts were like nine hours old, so I figured everyone was having the same problem. But it went up today. Uh, actually, while we were recording, I threw it up there. And... Um, BrotoFantasy.com for everything fantasy football related. We we talk about these how these guys are going to affect, um, how they're going to affect fantasy. And actually, during the show yesterday, that's up right now, we the Odell trade happened as we were recording, like five minutes in. So you'll get to that. see that genuine reaction. I heard that. I got credit for that one too. You're like, yo, Nick just texted yeah. the chat. They're all like, what? What? Yeah. Uh, Nick, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Uh, MP and I dropped another episode of the VM NBA Show. Um, James Dolan and Russell Westbrook in a tag team match against fans. <laughs> that was a nice little conversation. And then um, <laughs> we uh, we talked about the playoff matchups, right? Yeah. As if the playoffs were to end today, we run through the matchups, and then we talk about some hypothetical matchups that we'd like to see. Just like from a fan's perspective, just which, like which dope is, shit. So definitely, definitely check that out. Also, if you want to reach me, you can find <laughs> me at impy seven one eight. You already know Twitter and Instagram. The DMs are open. Uh, people have been hitting me up. That's dope. I sent me some questions, um, and and we're, they're on the radar. Don't forget it. Uh, you guys can follow me on social media at Joe Santagato. Go follow uh, our show at Veterans Minimum on all social media: Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, and our Patreon, if you want to support the show, it's patreon.com slash veterans minimum. And that is all. See you guys next time. Okay. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.